0: The generosity of Oxner Lafayette General makes this podcast possible. As Acadiana's largest regional health system, the organization has more than 5,500 employees and includes eight hospitals, more than 100 clinics, urgent cares, and professional centers. Its flagship hospital, Oxner LGMC, is the region's only level two trauma center and one of two teaching hospitals in Acadiana. Oxner Lafayette General strives to put patients first and makes caring, their top priority. In continuous efforts to reach more patients, Oxner Lafayette General maintains its commitment to keeping care local and making health care more accessible for everyone. For more information, please visit oxner.org Lafayette. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Lafayette-based VIMED. In addition to its national prominence in post-acute respiratory care and sleep therapy, VIMED Healthcare Staffing can assist any clinician listeners out there who are searching for a new career opportunity. Visit VIMED.com to learn more about how VHS staffing services benefit both medical professionals and hospital systems. Today, we welcome third-generation restaurateur, Madonna Broussard, proprietor of Laura Two's Cafe. Located at 1904 West University Avenue, Laura Two's is named after Madonna's grandmother, Laura Williams Broussard, who originally started a restaurant in her home kitchen on Voorhees Street in 1968. Laura's, too, offers the comforting soul foods Madonna was taught to cook by her mother, Dorothy Mae Broussard. The delicious food Madonna and her team offer have become known both in the U.S. and internationally due to the incredible exposure she gained through the late Anthony Bourdain and super blogger Mark Wiens. People travel in from all over just to taste Laura Tu's food. We've arranged this opportunity to showcase Madonna Broussard through the generous support of Lafayette Travel and Eat Lafayette, which celebrates Lafayette local restaurants all year long. I have hoped for this opportunity for several years and now here we are. It's an honor, Madonna, to share time with you. Welcome to Discover Lafayette. Welcome, welcome. Yes, yeah, so Ben lot with uh, Lafayette Travel is a huge fan of yours as are foodies mm-hmm. around this area and beyond. So you have quite a story talking about your your family and your upbringing and if we can get into we're taping in Raider. Studios, Jason, thank you for taping us or recording us today. Of course. The former Piccadilly, where I know you had a short stint. Very short stint. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a young
1: worker. Yes, very short. So Loved tell it, us though.
0: tell us about your background and what it's like to be an entrepreneur in this family.
1: Well, I come from a great background, a great line of cooks. My mom, my grandmother, Miss Laura was a great cook. Um My grandmother's um, Sunday dinners were exceptional. They were great. Kind of give
0: us a picture of what
1: she Um, would serve. It was Thanksgiving every day, every (laughs) Sunday. So (laughs) Lots of uh, bowls and plates. Oh, yes. It was Thanksgiving. It was beef tongue. It was rice and gravy, rice dressing, beets, just things that Mm. she definitely— she definitely made great Sunday meals mm-hmm. and those passed in to um, just us always knowing that, you know, you had to eat well. Rice and gravy was a great staple for us before, before dirty rice, you know, yeah. everything was made, you know, she had gravy, she had baked items, baked yams. So it was always a great meal on mm-hmm. Sunday with, with Miss Laura. Right. So...
0: She opened up in her home, she opened up a, a kitchen mm-hmm. in nineteen sixty eight. Was this um do you know the story behind it? Like what the, got her to do that?
1: The the home uh was I mean, the first restaurant was in her home and then um they had they actually had a building. They had a very nice building. Um one side of the building, uh, if I can recall, I'm I'm 55, <laughs> one side of the building was our house. And, and the you back were side, yeah, you were. right, were, was like the restaurant. It had a fire in 1975. And then um, closer to about the 80s, or probably 79, 80, they moved in a kind of like mobile, mm-hmm. mobile trailer kind of thing and set up in there. And from that part, it kind of that that really made the Laura's name.
0: Mm-hmm. So your mom also, Dorothy, uh, My mom
1: was the daughter in law. The daughter in law. The daughter in law. Okay, thank my you. My dad's mom is Miss Laura. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. your mom came in with her my own mom, skills. Huh? My mom came in, I doubt it. I don't you know, my mom my mom didn't have we from parks. My mom is from parks. Stop it. <laughs> she ain't had that many skills. Um, it was Ms. Ms. Laura way. I'm more than sure. And I think that's a trait that I picked up also Miss yeah. Laura way or no way. And, um, <laughs> I know she was a great teacher. Uh-huh. She, she and her and my mom worked, um, and my dad, um, but her and my mom worked together. And I think that's what kind of made the base of my grandmother was more of the the cook, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and just the base. And my mom was more of kind of like the Cheshat, you know, and we still kind of take that same concept. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, I mean, my mom was, thank you, baby. Mm -hmm. Oh, come back, baby. You know, and my grandmother was the base. She Mm -hmm. was the foundation. Um, and she was the sternness, you know, in, in, in that community. Um, Very well-known, you know, very well-respected, and both, both, you know, the love of people my grandmother did have. She was a big lady, you know, so I know that gained her a whole lot of respect. Yeah. And, you know, and my mom came from like a small country town little girl, and they brought in, you know, they brought in a a great concept. Mm -hmm. So when did
0: you open up Laura Laura's Two? We
1: opened up in 2000. Okay. Um, uh, from '94, uh, '94 till probably '90 about '99, my dad took over. My parents divorced, so of course, you know, there could be just a it was a kind of a a sinking ship, and um, my husband decided, okay, this is okay, you can't make it at (laughs) Piccadilly. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're going to try this. We're going to try to see if we could, you know, save the family ship. Uh-huh. And um, we had a lot of work to do. You know, we had a lot of work and people believing in us, you know, on a work, you know, on a business aspect. Because um, my dad, you know, he didn't do a bad job, but he didn't do a great job, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the Laura's name was so iconic, you yeah. know, had been around and uh, we wanted to make sure that, that you know, that stayed a part of that community because mm-hmm. it was definitely built on the foot traffic of that, that area. It was her neighborhood. Right. You know? Right. So um, we opened in 2000 and— At the same location at, on— yeah, US uh, on University, uh, University, which would yeah. have been the old Pizza Village or Pizzaville. Okay. Pizzaville, USA, I, I think. I forgot about that. It's yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And— um, January eighth made our twenty fourth year. Uh huh, that's great. Yeah.
0: So walking in, it's a feast for the senses. I mean, it smells delicious, and then when you see the food, it's Jason. I don't think you've been there. I mean, just it, it's it, it's so good. I mean, the roux is rich. The um, today I was in there getting some gift cards and uh, was able to get the stuffed turkey. It's, a, it's big. I mean, it's a big wing. Right. It's huge. But people were ordering all kinds of things, the pork
1: chops, the— Yeah, those those items. We've been having some of the same items since 1968. My grandmother stored it, the turkey wings. I can recall she did. there was a place, I don't know where Fry, F-R-E-Y, was located either in Eunice or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Had to been, but it probably was like a meat distributor. So I knew they get. They used to get ribs. They used to get turkey. Um, that has been a long-standing item in that place. And then again, we have a T-shirt that says "Raised on rice and gravy." <laughs> Everything is paired with rice and gravy. Mm-hmm. 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 And and rice is our number one staple. Without rice, we yeah. can't build that box. Yeah. I got a ton of rice in right, my, my dish right. today. I mean, it's
0: like great for leftovers, so. right And you know,
1: um I firmly believe Lafayette is a great town. It's a I'm from parks, but Lafayette is a great town. Um, we used to have plates. My grandmother always had a platter. It was a big platter. Um, and then for some reason, I watched something. I'm not sure where I got the concept, and I heard it as a meat and three. Uh, It might've been one of the food channels or something. And, you know, they, they paired it with, you know, it being a meat and three Mm -hmm. in a box. And I kind of just said, nobody in my family was like, no, we can't feed people in a box every day. And I was like, but it's to go. Yeah. It's a plate lunch. Mm -hmm. And. Is definitely, I know what she stood for. You know, she loved feeding you. She loved, she wanted, n- n- there was no plates in my mm-hmm. grandmother's house that was small. It was platters. So if you ate, you had to try everything. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: it's so delicious. Right. I mean, it's not that big and of a
1: problem. The, her concept was always large. Mm-hmm. So I figured, you know, we, we box it up. It's not traditional, but we box it up and, you know, you can have it now and later. Yeah. And we feed a lot of working people. So if you're on your job site, if you're at your office, you know, you don't have to come and ask for it to go box because it's already boxed. And Mm -hmm. I firmly think that concept kind of took over. Lafayette has had plate lunch festivals. They've had plate lunch deals. A lot of places that you wouldn't think would have a plate lunch. You know, there's not plate lunch spots. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to credit myself as I started it, but I think yeah. that's a great concept. Right.
0: Tell me about, you know, you're talking about your mom loving people. And I felt that being in there, um, the times I've been in there, people were friendly and just, uh, it's like family and we didn't know each other right. like you know the
1: people in the line but it was just a really wonderful environment i firmly think the the most amazing concept and i am i'm going to be honest i'm not great at math and science neither <laughs> yeah. but i am amazing with names uh-huh. and that means a lot to people um i feel like if you are taking people money i should be able to remember your name if i see you 5 times in a week i'm going to get your name but i that's a pro tip. I'll give anyone if mm-hmm. someone pays you and you y'all having conversation or however, know remember something about them. And that has always been our concept mm-hmm. always have been that we have will remember you. The most important thing that we want to know, we want to know your name to get you to come back to feel comfortable. And that's one thing we definitely mm-hmm. have at Laura's.
0: Mm-hmm. You normally work in the register. Doing whatever,
1: ninety nine point nine percent of the time, yeah. yeah. But my staff has gotten the same concept. My daughter, we've Lacing, gotten the same concept. Yeah. Yes, she's pretty. We'll pretty, see pretty. you at the store. I, my husband sometimes will say, "Please turn it off." I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know, just trying to shop, and <laughs> get leading out of here. people shopping. <laughs> but I will say, "Hey, Jeff, mm-hmm. how are you? You enjoyed your meal, and that has you know that make to me mm-hmm. that makes people feel so good. Like, man." Yeah, you are the Laura's lady. Or they'll see me, hey, Miss Laura. Mm -hmm. And that makes a big difference with people. Yeah. Because we don't only take your—we want your money. but we also want your kindness, and we want to make you feel at home. Goodwill. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So for some people that didn't know about you and your restaurant, I think the Anthony Bourdain interview really put you on the map, if you can talk about that
1: experience. Um, Anthony Bourdain was a great— (laughs) <laughs> it was it was a great day, you know. Um I'm gonna credit, I will always credit Mr. Sid Williams, um, who directed them to us. They were going to a chicken run, it was it was Mardi Gras, um, and Valentine's Day, and they were going somewhere and it rained out. So we got a ten minute call. <laughs> 10 or 15 minute call and ask, would you guys um like to host Anthony Bourdain? Our our <laughs> just deal <dropping> is in. <laughs> Yeah, our deal is canceled. And um I remember um a family member took the call and she was like, Hey, um, someone just called and asked if Anthony Bourdain, if y'all would want to host. And it was like, sure. I went in turn, stepped outside and I said, Okay, I'm about to Google everything about him. Yeah. Because I knew of it, but not to the capacity that I would be able to meet someone or be able to speak to someone or someone coming in my restaurant. So it was a great day. We really and truly, um, to be on Parts Unknown, Mm -hmm. it was an amazing feeling. And, you know, just to have someone as like him come in, enjoy food, enjoy what we do, and then just see a great part of Lafayette Mm -hmm. What was he like? Subtle, real subtle, very, very subtle. Um, the The production team was, <laughs> you know, them coming in and swapping our building and making it something like, you know, like this movie ca- cameras, you know, that that was kind of like a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. It had been our second time because we've been with the Travel Channel and so they've taken over our building before, but to have like a real live person like him yeah. come in and a foodie and someone who was just amazing mm-hmm. to share our food was a great experience. And um, I he, did tell you, yeah, he did tell me, he was like, I, and I met, you know, him at the door, my husband and I he was like, is it always like that in there? And that, you know, in that room, he was like, if that's what it is, keep it, mm-hmm. keep people together. And that means a lot Yeah. Mm -hmm. for someone like him to come in and say, okay, people are sitting down. It looked like a living room, just like a family room. So it was a great deal. Great guy.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was, I hadn't really watched his show that much
0: before then, and it got me to look at it. And uh, I mean, he didn't showcase anything other than the best. Right. So that must have been just a fabulous feeling.
1: And I, 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 what I loved about him, because I've started being obsessed with him and knowing that people are people and food is food. And for him to chow down and eat and <laughs> just say the good. And I've never really watched anything that he's kind of said the bad and just give people that uh, e for effort is an amazing, you're an amazing person because mm-hmm. now I think, Foodies or people that are, you know, examining food is what I call it. You know, won't give everybody a great break. But his whole analogy to me was just, you know, this is your culture, mm-hmm. you know, and that yeah, I loved just about it. You know, yeah. it wasn't about the food; it was more about your culture. Mm-hmm.
0: I saw the, um, I saw on YouTube, Mark Wiens also had come in and showcased mm-hmm. your food, and that got several million. Views And I I wasn't familiar with him until you told me about him. I mean, there's so much I don't know (laughs) online. Don't feel bad. I didn't know either. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, he really, he took it from start to finish, I guess, filmed and showed Mm -hmm. y'all cooking and the roux and all the different things you make. But um, how do you attract these people?
1: (laughs) I'm going to be totally honest. You know, um, people can maybe say, you know, like you might go out trying to look for these people. I had had maybe 3 or 4 conversations with him and I am not the best. I'm not real tech savvy. I'm I'm not one that really follow a lot of YouTube videos mm-hmm. or people on YouTube besides my local people like Gerald Grunig or someone like that. Yeah. You know, but to go above my above my base mm-hmm. and know who Mark Wines was, I did not at all. And again, I did not Google him either. I, I accepted him. He was like, hey, I'm going to come to Lafayette and I'm going to just take some pictures and I just want to maybe hear a story from you. Nothing major. Mm-hmm. So I said, give us some time. We're working. <laughs> and it was still COVID. Yeah, I was like, give us some time and let us kind of get our building. We had took down a shelf. So I was like, okay, it might not be real picture perfect mm-hmm. in our kitchen. Um, but he was like, it's no pressure. And um, maybe the next week, he said, I'll I'll be in. Mm -hmm. I said, no greater day to come is a Sunday, but we're going to want you out of our way because, again, it's Sunday. Right. So um, came in, him, a wife, and his kid. Jan, we had a hidden gym in our building. And kid you not, my staff, my daughter, we was like, okay, when that man leaving, we're about to open, he in the way. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, we all had he in the way, um, and crazy. We let him out at ten thirty, and we let customers in right ten thirty. Uh-huh. And a guy asked me and my daughter, said, "Was that Mark Wines?" Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I said, "Well, yeah, that's his name." He said, "Y'all know who that was?" He said, "Yeah, he came and do some videos and take pictures." They said, but do y'all know who he was? And we said, no. Mm-hmm. And again, we went back and Googled him. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And just, I think he videoed swears. He, you know, he's just coming to Lafayette on a food tour. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. And um, I can definitely say a lot of the things that have gone to like YouTube and even with Anthony Bourdain um, we really don't have time to set nothing up. You know, we don't have time to set ourselves up. We don't have time. To, we didn't have time to set our building up. And we don't have time to really have time to really be like, this is going to be for our camera. So we've always been able to be just, mm-hmm. you walk in, you take pictures. I would not have known Mark Wines was, would had, the next day he came or it filmed, we had people calling from all over the world. Do we ship?
0: <laughs> what did you say?
1: I really wish we
0: could. Yeah, it'd be hard to ship those. Uh, you'd uh, yeah, have to ship it,
1: things uncooked. I yeah, mean, you just wouldn't. I know. Um, as I told you, that that yeah. side of us hadn't really expanded yet because, for some reason, and I think this is just my grandmother in me, um, I really want my eyes on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Things could happen once Yeah, it and it, it's a little old school, you know, it's old school. And I really wish that I could broaden my horizons and not put my eyes on everything. But I just feel like on that note, you know, just maybe it won't go out the Laura's way. It won't yeah. go out my grandmother's way. So in that aspect, you know, once he left, we got calls, we got visitors. I told you we had people coming to Lafayette. And Tell that saying, story
0: about the coming out from California. That's <laughs> right.
1: I had I had another nationality <laughs> of folks. Um, I think it's more. He's from Bangkok, and oh, okay. um, uh, people came in from Orange County, yeah. flew into Lafayette. They uh, said, "We're going to take pictures. We're going to just take pictures, and we want a turkey wing." <laughs> so I, I like to talk to people and I say, "Okay, y'all, I'm going to visit other places." They said, "No, we're not." I just flew in back on the plane (laughs) and we're going to load back and we're like, they came to eat and just to, I guess, double down and see his experience, which Mm -hmm. was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Do you, um, with,
0: with other, uh, restaurant tours in town, you know, I'm thinking of Merlene Herbert and others. I don't know if you know, um, Mm -hmm. Miss Merlene, but do do y'all, is there like a network of people? I know we're doing this uh, because of Eat Lafayette, honoring local restaurants. Do you interact much with others?
1: I do. Um, you now know, we're also busy. We're all so busy. Um, my grandmother, Miss Merlene, Miss um, Ruby. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another lady, uh, Miss Mary. You know, there was a lot of old school ladies, you know, that. That was in that, that niche, like with my grandmother and my mom. Um, great, great ladies. Um, now I have a lot of like younger, you know, I have other restaurants here in town that, you know, they'll look at me and they'll say, man, you're like, tell me how's it, how it's done, you know, mm-hmm. or just tell me, you know, what the whole secret is. And, you know, I keep telling them it's time. We, you just have to be patient. You know, and there's a good, there's a good, I pride myself on, I don't know if we want to say we're soul food, if we want to say we're Creole, mm. or we want to say we're Cajun, either way, all three, all four, five, whatever terms that they want to give it, you know, it's all about time and just consistency. And um, we have some great restaurants, you know. Yeah. Uh, all the downtown people, you know, we're all a great mix. I have a guy um, who owns a place called Coachella. He's great. You know, I can call him. He can call me. You know, I started out when Chris Williams' dad mm-hmm. was a few blocks down from me, which was country cuisine. Amazing. Mm-hmm. If I needed red pepper, you know, or a box or this. You could call him. Right. We've I've always had a good relationship with... You know, especially people, you know, in like a lot of the black soul food restaurants, we've all, you know, I've never really had a any bad blood with anybody. Mm-hmm. No. I had
0: interviewed the Riverside Inn people a while back, and they were saying that same thing, that if they needed something, oh yeah, they could call, you know, other restaurants and vice versa. They wanted people to reach out oh, if they yeah. needed help, which I don't know that you get that everywhere.
1: I, I do. I do. I mean— During COVID was an amazing time to Mm. see how restaurants really had. um, How did you survive that? um, COVID was, you know, it was a great, I hate to say great, and you say COVID and great together, not a good mashup. (laughs) For business, it wasn't bad, huh? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it taught us, you know, my grandmother didn't do this, and I'm more than sure in 1968, life wasn't easy. You know, opening up a restaurant probably wasn't easy. So, you know, you just have to really be packed with a challenge, you know. And we had challenges. You know, we, my friend who um, owned, um, his name is Mark. I forgot what Mark owns. He set me up with a tent outside and uh, we took a notepad and a pen and we just ran cars and prayed. My husband was like, "Close." clothes. Mm -hmm. Clothes. I don't want you to come here sick. Um, You know, but um, we made it. We made it. And we were outside in weather conditions, rain every day. Did people uh, call
0: and order things, or they would still just drive up? It was all takeout. So they just didn't call ahead. They just showed mm-hmm. up.
1: Wow. No, we, we car hopped.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were car hops. Wow. Did business go down
1: much, or was it—you still no. had a demand, huh? No. The demand for people not probably being able to go in a grocery store mm-hmm. and Laura still being able to get, you know, a grocery truck, Cisco, and us still making rice and gravy mm-hmm. was— you know that was a great time for us, and, and I so, hate to yeah. say it, you know, great, yeah, no. but um, it we was comforting a lot.
0: though to people, I'm sure, right? To able to right? We were
1: able to step in, you know, in a bad crisis, you know, and and really just work. Um, we had a daycare center going in the inside, grandkids, kids um, in the inside, and we just, you know, we cooked, worked, uh-huh. and curbside a lot of food. Hmm.
0: So you've. You're a businesswoman as well as a chef. Right. You must have learned a lot over the past couple of decades, huh?
1: It has been hard. You know, um, I tell people, you know, coming from where we're coming from, we're not taught, you know, a lot of the business side. So it can falter, you know. It can falter. Um, I don't know if my grandmother and my mom and them really had all the— you know, the the things that they had to deal with that I see, you know, mm. and still, you know, it is hard to, it is hard to, I don't know if they have a, if I had to deal with a CPA well, or they had to deal with school boards and yeah, the taxes. these things. Yeah. So, you know, it's an aspect that it, it is hard. And that is the hardest part of, you know, of doing this and just trying to stay afloat mm. and keep your mind that, okay, you gotta have, you got to have this part and you still got to have the business part of it too. And, you know, I'm glad that it has been 24 years and we're, we're trying, we're still, we're still on a learning process, you know, Mm -hmm. on, on business. People all say, you know, can you, why don't you take this to, you know, take it to the South side. That would probably explode my mind, you know, just to have to think about, you know, and always think Mm -hmm. about that. Okay. COVID wasn't something that we expected, but it was here, you know? So, you know, it's just try to stay in your broad and base Mm -hmm. and not, not make, you know, people make you feel like, okay, y'all, y'all don't want to expand. Y'all don't want to expand your mind to a whole nother level, but it's not that simple.
0: Yeah. I know some other restaurateurs just through the years have tried that,
1: Mm -hmm. you know, like
0: um, Jimmy Gedry with um, Hub City. Yeah, Diner and others, and it just—they were better keeping their base, and uh, I know getting workers is challenging yeah, it too. It is—it's
1: challenging, you know. But I, I firmly think that what well, people really don't realize that technology will fool you into believing that, <laughs> and this is a song that you're on top of the world. But it's okay. It is so okay just to stay in an old school mindset. Now, I might get you know. I might get looked at differently. These, my daughter and these young people want you to fly to technology and put Mm -hmm. your menu on a QR code. I can completely and better tell people my menu from mouth to mouth, word to word. I don't care if it's on a piece of paper or business card or however. I I still think that that's the Mm. number one base of business. I get so disappointed when I have to
0: pull out—I don't even like to carry my phone when I go in a restaurant, mm-hmm. but if I have to look at some code to figure right. out what I'm going to get, it's like, right. this is work. It's automated. I just want to look at something, uh, the wall or a menu. You know?
1: Yeah, and I have, a, I have a customer base that's um, a lot of elderly people. They're not going to no. do that. <laughs> no. But they wouldn't expect you to
0: do that anyway.
1: Right, right. And I wouldn't do want. that to them, mm-hmm. you know, and make it— um, where your menu is on a kiosk, and you have to—we just not—and we'll—I I know. As long as I'm at 1904 West University, I don't know if I'd ever change that. Now, mm-hmm. maybe my my younger group, they will. Uh-huh.
0: Can you describe for us, like, what it's like to take one of those big turkey wings from the time you pull it out of the cooler to serving it? How much time, and what what's all involved?
1: Um Turkey wings come in. They come in at a three joint. So you're going to get a turkey and it has a little wing on it. So every day we cut that little piece off and it's waste. Sometimes we give it out. Um, I hate to say it. A lot of times that waste sometimes goes in the trash because we cut a lot a day and it's waste. Um, And uh, everything is hand done. We hand stuff it. We season it. We've been using the same seasoning for a lot of years out of St. Martinville, Cajun Mm -hmm. Chef. We've been using that. If I don't have that, I don't feel like the turkey is correct. What do you stuff it with? Garlic and pepper and a little Mm. secret. (laughs) (laughs) Something, something. A little something. (laughs) But... um it's just the pride of it being hand done mm-hmm. it's it's you know every day we we start it off and it goes into an oven for 3 hours i wondered how long you had to bake that 3 how many go into an oven like how many do you um, cook a day, we we got this nice convection oven. So on a on a day like today, um, they're packed interlockingly. You know, I told this story, and my husband, some he wanted to kill me. He's like, "Why are you telling the world this <laughs> secret?" But there's some secrets that you know we can't give and we won't give. But it's almost a no brainer, you know. Um, packing it and and baking it is the oven is really the secret but um like today we might have done like maybe 75 mm-hmm. or whatever 9 times whatever pans is what we put cuz they're packed in a in a pan of 9.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Sundays we do a lot of nines.
0: Yeah. So you know just from <laughs> right like road experience that right. like we're here on a Wednesday. So probably Friday s- or
1: Fridays, yeah, we got to do a lot. Our and numbers increase. Uh-huh. Um I really and truly got really got Laura's down to a science, you know, of I tell people every day, you know, uh we we get a lot of beef from people that say, oh, you know, the gravy is a pack, but it's all it's really just roux and water mm-hmm. and Cajun Chef seasoning. It's all science. Uh I tell people so we make a science project every day. Yeah. We gotta start boiling water, putting the roux and just Tasting, tasting mm-hmm. cups, tasting, and that gravy has been around. That's the one thing. If you want to upset me, is say it's packed. That's kind of upset my grandma. Cause it is all, it is all definitely just us making it yeah. every morning, right? As the one thing we got, we've been having this. The other day was our twenty fourth year, and I have a pot. I'm, I'm. I don't know what year it's on. Oh, <laughs> but- <laughs> I get you. I, I really wish—I knew the year that that pot was on, but my grandma had a pot, too, uh-huh. that it it was—it just was there for years. And you, that's just how we start. That big yeah. gravy pot, um, I think it's nine to ten gallons. So wow. that's about the gravy that we start off. Uh-huh. And then we take that out, and we might start another, like, three gallons. And we call that a stretch, <laughs> just to make the stretch of the day. yeah. You use magnolite, this mm-hmm. big, big, heavy, just um, just a big regular pot. stock pot. Yeah, stock pot. Um, wow. We have magolites in there that we, you know. Um I was just thinking really I no have secrets. some old ones yeah. that look new. Like they're just it's amazing when you get now at my uh, house I love I'm, I ain't probably saying it right, but I love La Crusade. My mm-hmm. daughter thinks to think you know that's sad. You got a you want you want you don't want magu but I love the pretty ones. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I
0: know.
1: You have a favorite dish? Mm, I'm oh my god, Jan. I am a I'm a I'm healthy. I don't have any cholesterol mm-hmm. issues. I don't have high blood issues. But I am a I'm a double arch girl. That's really sad. Really sad. My favorite dish would probably <laughs> be French fries. Um, and you don't? Do you offer that? Mm-mm. So you're talking about when you go out, yeah? Yeah, and like yeah. to cook for me, double arch. Um, to cook for me and Laura's, I love, I love fried pork chop. Mm-hmm. You know, I will eat that. I'm not. I've seen so much turkey. Yeah, I want to try your fried fish next. Fried fish is amazing. Yeah, I love. We fried have fish. an amazing, um, hanging out with Ben for mm-hmm. so long, and Ben really believing in me yeah, and believing what I do. And mm-hmm. that means a lot to me. Um I I try, I will I I'll always try and I hope that, you know, and I tell them I stand on business that um we use great products. And um hanging out with Ben and going like just hanging out with Louisiana Seafood Board, mm-hmm. I love Louisiana seafood. I really don't like to eat anything imported. So yeah. catfish for me, if it ain't Gidjeries, is not on a plate. Mm-hmm. And I love Gidjeries. Yeah. I will. I'm not giving any fine points to places, but this one item, my parents have been using it. I'm from St. Martin Parish, is in St. Martin Parish. We've been traveling over there getting fish for years, mm-hmm. and that's what goes on the plate, and it's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. While we're
0: talking about Ben Burth a lot, I mean, what they've done. With Lafayette travel and then eat Lafayette to showcase you and right. other restaurant tours has been incredible because this is we we take it for granted almost, but people come here just for the food, just like the family you were talking about that flew in. But that's right. People aren't just coming here to check out the Bayou Vermilion. I mean, they're really coming here for coming food. in for food, you yeah. know,
1: and um I say that for Ben is that um Ben has picked me three times to um, to represent Lafayette on another level. And that means a lot mm-hmm. for Creole restaurant, soul food restaurant for me to go to another city and um, and just show them what we do. Um, I know for him, it's probably a chance that, you know, because you, you got to take a chance on a restaurant to go to another restaurant and, you know, and pull something off. And um I love it. I love doing that for him. I love doing that for my city, you know, for Lafayette. I say my city. I've been here twenty four years. I must still say I'm a mm-hmm. Parks girl. <laughs> you, I know, but still. <laughs> I'm a Parks girl, bro bridge. You uh-huh. know, but to go to I went to Charlotte and Yeah, talk about what, what you I went to Charlotte on, on an Eat Lafayette um experience and um I paired, you know, I paired with a great girl that I'm not sure who pairs us up or who do the studying. And her name was Amanda, forgot. And we kind of still keep in contact. But um, I went I went with her and ben paired. they paired us up and um, it was a great experience.
0: You, br- you bring the food from uh, here yeah. and then you we, cook in her kitchen. Right. And did she work with you? The- she
1: worked with me. Um, her her ticket base was kind of matching my ticket base. Her area that I think it was called Midtown um, was kind of like a, a, a university mm-hmm. avenue experience. You know, nothing, not no real glitz and glam. Um, the people, the place just reminded me. Her kitchen, oh, my God, reminded me of my kitchen. It was small. Um, And just her, she's young, young, you know, young lady. Um, Amazing. Mm -hmm. And the things that she, you know, I incorporated, I incorporated turkey wings in, you know, in there. And um, she incorporated a low country ball, Mm -hmm. which was crawfish, um, shrimp. She had her version of what she would say would be a Zotico music, like, mm-hmm. which was an amazing night. And um, I was so pleased that um, I had did, like, a little news segment. And a lady told me there, she was like, I woke up at 6 o'clock. I think it was airing, like, we would air here. And she said, I heard a voice. And she said, your voice sounds so home. <laughs> she said, I knew that had to be someone from home. And Lady was from Lafayette. So I had a oh, lot wow. of people yeah. that came to visit Amanda and mm-hmm. her place and probably brought her business, you know. Right. Um, and she was like, man, this is amazing. Um, we did red beans. We did turkey. We baked turkey wings. Mm-hmm. And she did a low country ball. Uh-huh.
0: Did Charlotte promote this? Like, I know it was an Eat Lafayette expedition, but did the city promote this where people— New to come right to the different right. uh, was there more than one restaurant I guess you you went there with were the there were
1: thirteen of us from okay. Louisiana um oh, that from they Louisiana. bring in yeah they bring in thirteen it was Ryan Trahan, and I from Vestal um and um, it was an amazing day that was that was my second time going mm-hmm. uh, I've been to I forgot where did we go because it was in the time my mom was passing away at the time um, I forgot where we went Nashville. Nashville. Yeah, Nashville. Gosh. I hope I'm saying that right because it was a it was a hard time for me. My mom yeah. was really um but I wanted to definitely make this trip mm-hmm. and just to see the experience and it's a great experience.
0: And hopefully it brings visitors in. I know that's the purpose that is to is share our cultures yeah. with
1: them also. So. Mhm. To and also just to see their, you know, their world and just to see how they're cooking and how we're cooking is an amazing thing, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, your daughter Lacey, I don't know what her age is. Is she being groomed she one had, day when you're 105 and you decide girl, you don't want to? She ain't anymore? gonna be that
1: much far behind me. <laughs> <laughs> she is 36, I'm 55, she's 36, so do that math. Yeah, I was a young mommy, mm-hmm. and um. Lacey has probably been in the kitchen since she was two. Really? In in our old place on Uh Voorhees. My mom, I I worked for Fruit of the Loom before I came to Piccadilly. (laughs) But I worked for Fruit of the Loom for 10 years, straight from high school to Fruit of the Loom. And my mom groomed Lacey. Lacey did Parks and Recreation here. When my mom was working, she was always a part of uh, the Parks and Recreation system here in Lafayette, although we lived in parks. Mm-hmm. Um, she, was, she said, y'all been having me peeling potatoes since I was two. That's amazing. <laughs> so she has been around, Jan, and she has a lot of passion, mm-hmm. a lot of passion for it. She's great at it. Um they're just going to be on a whole nother level as far as they're they're passionate about technology. Yeah. So I don't know where that'll be when I'm 105 mm-hmm. and she is whatever oh, right. age she'll be. Who knows? Um, and taking Laura's to a technology area uh, arena, but I know she'll she definitely mm-hmm. knows she knows the concept of the that gravy won't miss. Yeah, it will not miss with Lacey. Uh huh. It's exciting though to have you know family mm-hmm. sticking with you. Her so. and her fiance there, and my husband. Um, we we were at a ball this week uh, at Rio, and I said I took we took a picture, and at that 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 caption I put that's a whole lot of rice engraving that picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. gosh! Oh yeah. She's going to be good. Mm-hmm. She's going to be good. She's known. People tell me, my gosh, she's so you. She's, you know, she's a mini you, mini me. And um, she has a lot of fire. Mm-hmm. So I think she'll do great. You think that you'll be adding things to the menu, as um,
0: she suggests? I mean, are, are y'all going to stay basic? <sighs> we fight food. a lot.
1: We fight a lot mm-hmm. on that aspect, but um, there's no diet like salad, no dressing or. No. My, my grandma would come up for us. She would come <laughs> from Calvary. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, um, I really, I've not tried that before, and people have asked me. You know, you don't have anything that's low carb. We get asked lately now because we're going into a lot of different, you know. People have a lot of new mm-hmm. ideas when it comes down to food, but I, I I can't, you know, I can't take it away from what we are and what our culture is. We are rice and gravy. So if you are, if you on a diet, I wouldn't suggest you come to me, you know, point blank. Now, if you just don't want any rice, we took away one thing. We took away bread. You <laughs> did. Because, but we add more rice, yeah. you know, and <laughs> I think being in Lafayette, and coming to this region, coming to this, just this, this whole area, if you come down university, you got to want to come for food, mm-hmm. you know, um, and you you want to come for good food. And that would be like having boudin without rice. Yeah. You know, you so you, you know, and that's all in that same mm-hmm. culture of food that if we change it, then we'll change who we really are. Right. And definitely I don't want to do
0: that. You get many of the university students. Do they come down? Oh, yeah. Because I read I, something you said about you can tell when they've been drinking too much the oh, night yeah. before. They're lined up on <laughs> Saturdays, Sunday. Yeah. Saturdays,
1: Saturdays, um, rice and gravy is a fixer. But <laughs> I get a lot of parents. That's the one thing I can say. And that is kind of like something my grandmother has instilled in us. And Lacey is a little different from me. She might not carry that aspect so much because— you know, these new age people aren't, you know, but um, I have families that will come through and it'll say, okay, I'm dropping my child here. Um, They're going to come at you well. They'll usually, you know, someone, administration will tell them, you know, y'all head down to Laura's and will you take care of them? And I have Taking care of so many kids and not on an aspect of financially taking mm-hmm. care of them, just, you know, making sure, okay, y'all mama said y'all need to eat or uh, y'all, y'all doing good in school or y'all not, you know, such and such and such. But that has been how our concept has been for a long time. Yeah. That's so rewarding too, I'm mm-hmm. sure, to see those kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we get a lot of kids right now. We're slower. They're out. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. out. UL is on their fall break, I guess you'd call it. So once we had, once they head back, you know, we we get a lot of students. Mm-hmm. You know, with rice and gravy for sure. Yeah.
0: So Jason, it makes you want to go get some rice and gravy. Yeah, I'm hungry. I missed <laughs> lunch today. So uh.
2: come on, Jason. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Yeah. Do you have it's any- a great experience. He always listens, and there'll be obvious things I haven't asked, and he'll he'll. Fill in and get some questions Yes, in. I do have some obvious yes. ones. Yes. Got uh, you. I'm ready. <laughs> for, hours of operation.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's my first question. Yes, first of all, Chef Madonna and Broussard, thank you for being here. This is awesome. Thank
1: you for having me.
2: Uh, so, yeah, the easy questions. Uh, do you guys have a website or social media or any of that?
1: Um, we do have social media. Um, again, we're not in that technology, yeah. that technology stance yet. We don't have a website. You, to, if you know, you know. But we are on social media.
2: Okay. Mm -hmm. Facebook. um, Facebook,
1: Instagram. Okay.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you guys do catering and
1: events as well? A lot. We do a lot of catering events, uh, big or small. We will definitely come out. Uh, I haven't really gone back out to, since COVID, like doing a lot of serving out. Oh, okay. My staff is not, we're basically just family in there right now, almost. Um, we used to have, you know, a great big staff where we could split up and some can go on a catering job. I would love to get back to that aspect. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to do. And again, I'm going to say my eyes have to be on everything. Yeah. So with that part, we do more, um, we do more of you can pick it up. We'll pan it. Um, we just don't have a serving team.
2: Oh, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Good to know. So we do do lunch here every Friday, and sometimes we'll— We'll
1: We'll pan it up for you and deliver it. Okay. But we just don't have—we're not really ready to serve out yet.
2: Okay. All right. For all you businesses out there listening. Yes. (laughs) All right. So I'm glad Jan brought this up. So you're a chef, but you're also now this business manager, entrepreneur, having to handle all of that. So what was the biggest struggle for you— from the business side of things, and is there any advice you would give, you know, an upcoming chef that wants to do something very similar?
1: Um, definitely, my advice to people is, and if you are up and coming, you know, get get all the financial parts of this, you know, this aspect of your business, um, if it's LLC, if it's school board taxes, you know, CPAs, get all of those things in line and in place and knowing that, you know, this comes first.
2: Okay, and imagine have good people and in have those good spots. people, right? Because you have to people. rely on them with right. your money,
1: right? Exactly. Have someone that's you know checking, balancing your money and just making sure that you know everything is up to par. And then you start with going to do the 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 easy work because to me that's the hardest work.
2: That makes yeah. that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, we
1: had um,
0: Corey McCoy on from Kok right. Wings, and he shared on there they. They didn't collect taxes for a while. Like they just didn't know right. what to do. They were right. they were really just trying to get sales done, and they right. were a lot of
1: a lot of places. I was blessed. I had um, I had Mister Tommy DeZormo for yeah. a lot of years, mm-hmm. um, and you know that kind of brought me through the way. You know, but that was the way. That's kind of how our ship was sinking in the beginning. And it's so easy. I, I've been victim mm-hmm. to it to fall off and to not understand that you know what during COVID. You got to make a decision. Am I going to keep the lights on or I'm going to do this? You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. And it's a big struggle. And that is a lot of weight handling on, especially on a small business, because yeah. we don't have that, that background or that knowledge. And I, I've, I've told this to one at UL. I was like, we, you know, being African-American, this is not what they teach us. You know, as far as business, they teach us, okay, um, you can get an LLC. That's the new thing. But they don't teach the part the Yeah, that's a piece, of, little piece of, of it. —of, you know, mm-hmm. the business aspect. Yeah. was so important. And then it'll come back and bite you. Yeah. And be so hard.
0: To get out of that mess, yeah. Yes, get up. to be hard. Because once it'll, you're upside down, it's tough. Oh,
1: yeah. And, you know— um, as Corey would say, you know, they, they said, it's not, you know, we get a lot of people and they'll come and talk to me. It's like, wow, I didn't know that part. I'm like, that is the main part. Yeah. yeah. And for some reason, you know, there's there's that aspect that is not taught. That mm-hmm. is missing for, um, especially in the black community. It is missing. It is totally not knowledgeable mm-hmm. for us. Um,
0: but you, I, you always learn on on your feet. Mm-hmm. You know? learn
1: yes, and it's and it sometimes it could be intimidating because yeah. I know for myself, I, I could not go I could not go to a firm and say, okay, this is what I've been doing like this old <laughs> school way mm-hmm. and I, I wonder how do I fix this problem I'm having? And not feel like, okay, you wasn't smart enough to understand this, you know? So we got to be able to know, you know, and I try to tell a lot mm-hmm. of people, like, looks like me and are in the same thing. Listen, man, we got to know this is how yeah. you start. Well, you know?
0: it, it's just inexperience, but mm-hmm. I know that feeling. And I don't know if you had help from uh, either the Small Business Development Center when you were getting started. Because mm-hmm. you were already in—your no. family no. was already oh, in I the remember. business.
1: I remember going to a couple of meetings, um, you know, in regards to, you know, that aspect with, but at that time, it wasn't really like another, a big, in 2000, there wasn't a big small business center. I think it was something here in town that Mm -hmm. was right there near Sunbelt. Yeah. I know Sunbelt, but it wasn't like. It wasn't something that was taught to us to understand that Mm -hmm. this is the way you gotta go. Yeah, you know this is what you need to do. You know uh, there was no one at the school board saying, "Okay, red flag. This Mm -hmm. is where I want you to know that this is every twentieth of the month. Yeah, it's not Mm -hmm. done. It is not done, and that's what causes a lot of people to just be so unaware." Mm and and not be successful yeah. and have to figure out how do I make all of these things this is I got to make payroll I got to mm-hmm. make you know this this yeah. and this and knowing that they're just basically surviving mm-hmm. you know so it's hard it's not easy and I tell people look man let's you got to you got to get another aspect of an ear to listen and eyes to look at what yeah. you got going on yeah
2: that's really good advice. Mm-hmm. No, it, ma- it makes sense. Well, as you're saying this, I'm thinking I I kind of equate chefs to rock stars, right? Oh, yeah. Right? You're you create, you create an experience, you create this product, and I know you said it's science, but it's so much more art, right? Oh Cause, yeah. Because you have to use this different part of your brain. There's a reason so many rock stars go broke. Mm-hmm. They, they just want to play music. They don't want to deal with payroll and employees. And, yeah. and, and then you have a business manager that takes half their money. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are the rock star of the food world. I like that.
1: Yeah, It is. It is. And it, it's it's a rewarding feeling, you know, for us to work hard. But then at the end of the day, you really have, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of— it's a whole list of things that's entailed, um, you know, even to the, the part about waste. You know, mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of— yeah. Yeah. We're going through now in— you know Lafayette is growing. Yeah. It is growing. You know, I I'm going to tell people I'm not going to knock out the big places that are coming in town. I love to see them. It looks good, but there is a there is a slew of us small business people. Yeah. You know that don't have the we have the clientele, we have the we have the history, you know, but um Monday if we if Lafayette shuts down and nobody can drive, then we're we're closed. Yeah. So that's hard. You know, a mm-hmm. catastrophic day, weather, anything in our city, it's it's hard on a place that like us, but then there's like a lot of big places that have, you know, they just they have it. And yeah. it's hard on us. Yeah. So in moving forward, you know, I tell people, look, you have to believe in you gotta believe in small business. Mm-hmm. It you know, it's don't forget about us.
0: It's so important for us to eat local. Don't forget. Don't forget because
1: we definitely are the people. It's my family in there Mm -hmm. with me. But I've employed people, you know, that definitely has to get their kids to school, that have to pay their light bills, that have to pay their car notes. And um, it is so important. And I see this. I see this coming to Lafayette as, you know, it's going to be hard. It'll be hard.
2: Well, and— Supporting your business also supports other local businesses because exactly. you, you locally source. I skipped one. What are your hours of operation?
1: 10.30 to 2.30. Why I was lost on that question. Is <laughs> that every, every day. 10th, except Monday. COVID, we decided on Mondays, my husband was like, let's take a break. Let's kind of clean the building. Let's just, and then and get a rest, you know, and- um, I kind of kept that going because I don't know for what reason that Lafayette, a lot of places are closed on Monday. Yep. Yeah, they are. Sunday I don't know. Monday, yeah. So we go for a super Sunday. Mm-hmm. We go for a real, um, I mean, I will, I will shed the light on every church here. Amen to all <laughs> of them. Um, I had people last week that said I was in their last, their pastor said, okay, I'm going to see y'all at Lars or go to Lars and didn't even know the church. Are really? y'all going to be in line? And I pride myself on that. Sundays is a great day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We I tell people all the churches let out, and it's a great day to see outfits. It's a great day to see people who ain't feeling Christian like that. Being in church all day, that's <laughs> you know <laughs> that's coming for something. But it's a great meeting place. Mm-hmm. It on is on a Sunday. Yeah, it is a great meeting place after church on a Sunday in Lafayette. I've I've seen the greatest. And, and that's why we get to rest on Monday. Mm-hmm. But, makes, I mean, let's, let's
0: face it. I walked in Friday afternoon kind of late, and you still had a crowd in there. And I knew right. a lot of the people. I mean, yeah. it's just a great
2: place to sit and visit. Nice
1: little homey place, uh-huh. you know.
2: Yeah. Great, great. All right, final question okay. and my favorite one. I'll eat anything. I walk into your store, walk into your restaurant, and say, give me an experience. What do you, what do you put on my plate?
1: I would give you a turkey wing.
2: Okay, turkey wings the way to go.
1: Turkey okay. wing. I would definitely, definitely. I pride myself on rice and gravy. I would give you rice and gravy. Okay. <laughs> With an extra cup of gravy and the two sides.
2: All right. All right. You uh-huh. heard it, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And yeah, Jane, Thank you again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, glad.
0: I'm. I have really wanted to have you on our show for several years now. I'm so honored. Good. That you're here.
1: Myself, myself. Thank you. Moving I know. forward, I think um, I think this was good. This will be good for me. Um, I hope it's good for Ben. I do too. <laughs> we both love and, ben. Um, ben birth a lot. Yes, Lafayette has a great history, and I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're a part of it. We're
0: all better off. So Madonna right. Broussard, thank you thank so you. much for coming on today. And again, I want to thank Eat Lafayette. Um, they celebrate Lafayette's local restaurants, such as Laura's, too, all year. And you can get deals if you visit the um, LafayetteTravel.com site. You can find out about more about Eat Lafayette. I also want to thank our sponsors for making this show possible. Uh, besides Raider, I want to thank Oxner, Lafayette General, and ViMed, and of course, Eat Lafayette that we just mentioned. Thank you for listening to us. If you haven't yet, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can sign up for Discover Lafayette. You can also visit discoverlafayette.net. Our website has over 365 interviews, and um, we're adding a great one today. So on behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. Thank you all for listening.